and welcome to A Pinch of Magic with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So today we are going to be talking all things love. But before you groan and think, oh no, not you as well, Rebecca, getting taken over by the commerciality of all of this February the 14th, Valentine's Day. But I want you to connect to the magic of the day. Because even the most mugglish person in the world is likely to be crafting their own magic on that day. And of course, when we have so many people across the globe focused on love in that day, we can jump into that energy and really activate that energy of love within ourselves too. Now, some people absolutely love Valentine's Day. And if you're one of those people, go for it embrace it, embody it, enjoy it, feel loved up, feel all of that amazing stuff. If you're like, but I feel lonely, okay, today's episode is going to be perfect for you. In fact, either way, if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, this episode is going to be perfect for you because all good relationships are built when we really do love ourselves, And it is, you know, it's cliched, but it's cliched for a reason. It's like only in loving ourselves that we can truly love other people. And it's like loving ourselves, knowing ourselves deeply, allowing other people to connect deeply to ourselves, and being in relationships where we feel safe enough to be open and vulnerable. So if you're in a relationship today, I'm going to share Two, one's more of a ritual and one's more of a spell um, to really connect you to your own self-love. And if you're not really a fan of the day, well, it doesn't matter because we can still tap into the energy of, you know, everyone talking about love and use it to amplify our own feelings of love for ourselves so we feel more fulfilled, more nourished, and that we do become our own best friend. So I, as you know, I'm not a fan of doing what is expected by society. And there is no question that Valentine's Day is one of those days where we are told what love should look like for it to be happy and successful. We're told what a gift should look like. If somebody loves you, this is the gift that you should get, you know, that you should expect from them. And if you love someone, this is what you should do for someone. And yes, we should be doing that all of the time. (laughs) We should be showing our love for the people in our lives all of the time. And, you know, it is nice to have one day to remind people to send the cards. I have brought cards for for people. For people? (laughs) That sounds terrible. For my partner and, don't tell my little boy, but I got him one too. (laughs) And I got him one last year and he he didn't know that I had written it because I wrote it with my left hand. But being a year older, I think he might catch me out this year. But anyway, it is a nice thing to do just to, you know, lift people's spirits to give them a little bit of I'm thinking about you energy. However, when we do think about Valentine's Day, I want you to think about how witchy it actually is. We have love spells of people giving chocolates, which we know is an aphrodisiac. So it's like, I love you. Here's some chocolates. Love me back. And we send cards with poetry, which is enchantments and spells because they are spoken words with intention. We have kitchen witchery where people make really lovely meals. They get enchanted with their their wines or their drinks of choice. The whole day is like an enchantment of love, of people enchanting their relationships or enchanting, trying to enchant others by sending secret admirers and sending cards. And we always... um, I always sign off with a question mark. Does anyone else do that? Or is that just me? I don't know whether that's a thing. So it's like, oh, I wonder who it's from. (laughs) 
Um, but all of that is like, oh, look, I wonder who this is from. And now my energy and my, you know, curiosity is wandering around, ready to be like captured and captivated by the person that's pursuing you. And so the whole thing are like these fertility rituals and magic, whether it's kitchen witchery, whether it's, you know, love potions, whatever it may be, all of it, it's incredibly witchy. So I want you to bring back the magic for your Valentine's Day in a way that feels really good for you. So first of all, I'm going to share with you a ritual, which just taps into some of my favourite things. If you if you listen to the show regularly, you know that I'm a big fan of baths and showers as a way of clearing away things that no longer serve us. But today we're going to do that through the lens of self-love. So we'll be clearing away the self-doubts, like I don't really like to say it, but let's face it, some of the self-hatred of ourselves so that we can come back into relationship with ourselves. And then I want to share with you a very simple but very potent love spell for you so that you can fall back in self, back in love with yourself so you can remember your own blend of magic. And I know that sometimes when we're being told love has to look like this and this is what a happy couple looks like and this is what a couple should look like, um, sometimes it can dampen how we actually feel about ourselves. So I want you just to, you know, over the next week, in amongst all of the stuff and the judgments and the expectations and how we should do, I want you to give one of these or or both of them a go if you can. Neither of them have to take a particularly long amount of time, but just to really nourish yourself, knowing that when we do that, when we come from a place of fullness, it just makes it just so much, we just have so much more to give. If you're on my mailing list, you would have noticed that I did this, uh, or if you listen to the podcast on Monday, I talked about this. It's like we have to be full of ourselves. We have to be nourished and fulfilled because from that place, we can give so much more. And it's not about just filling yourself up so you can give, but it is about filling yourself up so that you can just connect with other people in a way that feels generous and kind and fulfilling rather than giving from a place that feels exhausted and resentful. Because can you imagine if if every time you ask someone a favour or someone was just there knowing you needed something and they were like, yes, I've got, yes, let's do this. I can really help you and support you. I can show up for you. I can hold space for you. Tell me your problems. And they were so like refreshed and nourished and confident in who they were that they just held space for you. No game playing, no... I don't know, just like no ickiness in the energy, just pure, Let I've got this with you, yeah? And I think by filling ourselves up, that's what it enables us to do more often. Instead of being so exhausted and you know someone needs help and you're like, please don't look at me, please don't look at me. Like you remember in English class when like the teacher was going to call out someone to like answer a question or read from the book and you're just like trying everything not to make eye contact, go, no, don't look at me. It's that energy. When we're exhausted and depleted, it's like we can't show up for people in the way that perhaps we would really love to because we have nothing left to give. And so these rituals that you can use as often as you like, don't just save them for now, but they're a very very good energy to do them in now. But just for you to really hold on to that energy and nourish yourself. Okay, so the first one, I'm going to talk in um, like having a bath. But if you don't have a bath, you could do this with a bowl of water and soak your hands in it or soak your feet in it. 
but I'm going to talk about a bath, but that, just know that there are other ways to do this. And so, yeah, let's start. Let's start with the ritual. So, of course, a bath. Run your bath to the most perfect temperature that you want. And I want you to add things to it that are going to make you feel loved up. Now, Aphrodite, the goddess, she is very much about like the beauty and the joy and the pleasure of life. When we think about Aphrodite, the things that are associated with her that we could add to our bath, again, if you're not allergic and it aligns with your own values and principles, is milk and honey. So if you wanted to, you could add just a little bit of milk and just a little bit of honey, if you don't mind getting a bit sticky, to bring in that sweetness of life, the ease and flow, because if you think honey is lovely and runny, it just allows things to move really beautifully. Milk is one of the things that's like really good for your skin. It's, you know, it's in a lot of products to really allow your self to be like softened and smooth and just to loosen away anything that no longer serves you. Of course, you don't have to use those two things. Um, you could, um, some people I know use powdered milk, actually, if you don't have like access to like fresh milk. Um, or you could just put a bit of your favourite oil in the bath and that would that would be perfect. If you had any rose petals, you could use rose petals. But because it's going to be touching your skin, try and get organic rose petals. Or if you have if you're lucky enough to have roses in your garden um, uh, to, to use those as long as they haven't been sprayed with pesticides. Unfortunately, roses are often um, very much covered in pesticides. So organic rose petals, if you can. If not, any flower that just, that you love, that feels like it's you. So set the scene. Maybe you want to have your favourite candles. Remember, pinks and reds are very good for passion and for love. But white is the universal candle if you don't have any other um, colour candles around. So maybe just a couple of little tea lights. Maybe you want to put on your favourite music and just allow yourself just to sink into the bath. Just like turn off your phone unless that's how you're listening to your music. But shut the door, turn the lights off and just make that experience something that you are doing for you. Tell your friends, your family, do you know what? I'm out of, you can't, contact me for however long you want to give yourself and just really step into that energy of allowing yourself just to relax deeply in that space, knowing that you are intending to create that experience for you to be with you, for you just to really revel and enjoy being who you are. So enjoy your bath do whatever you're doing in your bath, relax, nourish, sing along to your favourite songs, whatever makes you just feel alive. And then when you're finished, I want you to pull the plug. And as the water starts to go down the plug hole, have the intention that any uh, any doubt in yourself, any self-hatred, any mean things that you have done to yourself, said to yourself, thought about yourself, any judgments you have of yourself, just allow them to gently dissolve down the plug hole. Let, let it drift away with the water. If you've got the milk, if you've got the honey, just imagine the honey and the milk collecting all of that debris, all of that 
all of those things that prevent you from truly loving yourself and just gently just allowing them to be washed away down the blog hole, ready for Mother Nature to transmute and transform for you. And then if you've had oil in the bath, obviously health and safety first. Be careful when you step out of the bath. But then when you've like drying yourself down, do long sweeping strokes with, again, with the intention that you're just like swooshing away any of that last debris, any of those last things that no longer serve you. Just like brush them away with long strokes. And then if you like to use creams and lotions, perhaps you have your favourite enchanted cream and lotion to use. Extra bonus points there. But start to put that cream and lotion, the oil, whatever you like to put on your skin But as you do, thank your body and take your time doing this. You know, maybe you're putting cream on your feet and like thank your feet for carrying you throughout the world. As you're doing your legs, thank your legs for like carrying you throughout the world, being strong and sturdy and, you know, giving like giving you that energy to walk through the world towards you know, the life that you're creating. As you do your arms, thank them for all the work that they do for particularly for right now, for like hugs and holding people close or for crafting things or creating things or writing things. And just thank every part of your body as you go through that, like your stomach, rub your stomach. Oh, we forget about our stomach so much. And it's like that. Thank you for nourishing and nurturing me in that. um, Just really feel into your body and just thank it. Really take your time to feel your body, feel the outline of your body, feel the lumps and the bumps of your body and just be grateful that this is your body and that this is how you get to express, how you get to the vehicle you use to express yourself in the world, to hear, to see, to feel, to taste, to cherish, to hold, to to craft, to bake, to sew, to whatever it is that you love to do. Just give thanks to your body. Even if you're like, yeah, it doesn't feel very comfortable, Rebecca. It doesn't matter. And you can just thank your body. And then you might want to say affirmations like, you know, I thank my body. Or if you've listened to the previous podcast or go back and have a look for it on how to say affirmations that work. I give this, you know, I talk about how to write an affirmation that actually works. But you could say something like each day it becomes easier to love my body. You know, each day I cherish my body more and more. Each day I come into deeper relationship with my own body. Each day I become more grateful for the body that I have and how, you know, and and how it works in the world. Whatever it is, just give yourself a few moments to just thank your body and then say those affirmations to really start to fill yourself up with the idea of love and gratitude for our bodies. Because especially if you have any pain or illness, it can be really easy to judge our bodies. Of course we can. And that's perfectly normal. And yet our bodies try so hard, no matter what we do to them, no matter how we treat them, they try and do their best. And sometimes they get a bit wonky, but they do try their best. So it's just like, just take this moment, take this ritual just to say thank you. Okay. So that's the first idea for you. Hopefully that sounds fun. Let me know if you're going to try it. And then I wanted to share with you. So we've got our rituals because like you'll you'll start to notice now. You're like, oh my gosh, Valentine's Day is full of these like mating rituals <laughs> all throughout the day. But the other thing I'm going to do, we want to do some spell work. So like I said, the day is very much about enchanting 
but I want you to become enchanted by yourself so that you can truly remember how magnificent you are. Because even if you don't feel magnificent, I can guarantee that you are. And if I was to spend five minutes with you, I'd be able to tell you all of the ways that you were magnificent. Probably not all of the ways, but many ways that you're magnificent. Um, so I know that you're magnificent. This is a chance for you to reconnect and re-remember why it is that you are magnificent. So what you're going to need is a candle. And in fact, for this, um, a birthday candle would be really fun because we associate birthday candles with celebration. And this is a celebration of you. Um, but any kind of candle, if you're going to use a much bigger candle, um, no, obviously health and safety first again, don't leave candles unattended, a burning unattended. And as you, um, if you, if you created like a pillar candle, that's going to take hours, maybe days or weeks to burn down. As you do this, know that every time you relight that candle, you're activating this energy. Now, some people have views about whether you blow out a candle or whether you should snuff out a candle. Because we're celebrating you, and I've suggested using a birthday candle, what do we do when we make a wish? We blow out the candle because we blow that intention out into the world. So I would recommend that when we're doing this and you create that spell and you've got a bigger candle, Blow out the candle in between uses. And as you blow it out, just have that intention that, you know, this energy is being blown out into the universe so that you can like step into that energy. But if you prefer to snuff out a candle, that's perfectly fine as well. As you know, the best magic is the way that you do it your own way. So I'm going to, again, just like the bath, I'm going to suggest things you could do, the ways to do it, but make it your own. Okay. So you're going to need a birthday candle. Oh, sorry, a candle and a carving tool, which can look like a cocktail stick. Now, the, quite often I use, what I use, just because it happens to be on my desk when I'm doing these things, is, you know, a compass you draw circles with and it's got the little point at the end. I quite often use that. So maybe you do have a candle carving tool kit, um, but know that a cocktail stick, um, anything, you'd probably do it with your nail as well if you've got strong nails, but anything just to carve into a candle. And it's not about carving into the candle. We're not doing, we're going to write a word and it's not about that word being legible. It's about the intention that you bring to that to show up. So that's it. Oh, and a notepad and pen or pencil, whatever you prefer. So we're going to start, you set the intention, you set the scene and create that sacred space for you to do your magic in. Um, the easiest way to do that, if you're not really sure, is just to imagine like a protective bubble of light around you, just holding that circle so that when you're doing your magic, you know that you're safe and protected and that's it. It's like creating a nice little craft circle for yourself. So in the candle, I want you to write your name, okay? Because this candle is about you, about you igniting your power and ma magic. So something I didn't mention is the colour of candle. Now, Again, we mentioned earlier, like reds and pinks are often associated with passion. You could use a white candle because white represents all things. But choose a colour of candle that most represents you. Maybe you feel like a purple person or a green person. Or what represents that energy of like, what would activate more self-love for you? Now, the great thing about birthday candles is they come in all sorts of colours. <laughs> so you can get any colour you fancy for that. But yeah. Again, if you only have a tea light, a tea light will do. But you can still write your name around around that. And sorry, you're also going to need a crystal. 
Okay, so we write our name. I forgot to mention the crystal <laughs> because I mentioned it earlier. But yeah, a crystal, a rose quartz, a clear quartz, or even a pebble that you find laying around somewhere. So write your name in the candle, light the candle. And just know that as we're connecting with that energy of the candle, it's activating you, activating that love in you. And I want you just to hold on to your, your crystal or your pebble and just breathe with that. Just breathe in deeply and exhale fully and use that crystal to really anchor and ground you into this experience, bringing you back into our physical body. I know sometimes our physical bodies can be a, a bit of a painful place to be in for very many reasons. But allowing you to just settle gently back into your body, even if it's just for these few moments, is a really powerful way to come back to your own power, to come back to your own centre. So and and be less influenced by the energies around us, like the judgments and the expectations, etc. So just holding on to that crystal, that pebble. And you might even feel that pebble start to pulse, but just sitting with it, just grounding your energy, just becoming present. If you have a rose quartz, you might just start feeling that energy of like self-love and gentleness. And I always think of it like a bit of a hug. Um, you might feel that energy. If it's that clear quartz, perhaps you start to feel the energy of clarity coming through. If it's the pebble, perhaps you just feel like starting to feel more grounded and anchored anchored and rooted into who you are. Just trust whatever you have access to is exactly what you need to use in that moment. And then just sit down with that. Now you might want to carry on holding that pebble as you do your writing or just put it on the desk next to you, wherever you find yourself. And I want you to spend as much time as you can and You'll probably start to feel like, oh, I don't can't think of anything else. Oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable about doing this. But I want you to see whether you can just nudge your way through that gently with love and compassion. Because I want you to write down everything that you love and appreciate about yourself. Okay? Everything you love and appreciate about yourself. No one else is going to see this. You can get as honest as you like. Perhaps you love something about your physicality. Perhaps you love the fact that your legs work, that your hands work, that your eyes work, that your ears work. Perhaps you can appreciate those things. Perhaps you love how you can taste your favourite food because it, you're just so grateful you can taste that flavour or smell that your favourite fragrance, hear your favourite song, listen to your favourite podcast, wink, um, <laughs> that you can see your favourite sights, look upon people that you love, whatever it is, give thanks to your body. Um, give thanks to the things that you love and appreciate about yourself. So you might appreciate um, who you are as a person, your sense of humour, your tenacity, your, you know, your skills in X, Y and Z. Perhaps you appreciate something you have done for yourself. Perhaps you appreciate making this time to create this ritual and spell. Perhaps you appreciate something that you have achieved but what, list down those achievements, absolutely. But the way I'd really love you to look at that achievement is to really focus on appreciating who you had to be, what you had to do to get to that achievement so that you start falling in love with you and the process of achieving things. So you're not like, yay, I got my qualification. I'm celebrating my qualification. It's like, Yes, absolutely celebrate that well-deserved qualification. 
but also appreciate the fact that you showed up, that you did the work, that you did the study, that maybe you said no to a few things so that you could say yes to doing the study, the revision, the the exam that you needed to do so that you actually start falling in love with yourself and the process, the act of doing the work rather than just the accolade at the end. Because sometimes it's like, for example, going for a job. Yes, you got the job. Brilliant. Woohoo. Celebrate that. Celebrate that you got the job. But also celebrate the fact that you took a chance, that you researched the company, that you updated your CV, that you went for the interview, that you put yourself forward, that even if you were scared, you still did it. And then if you don't get the job because maybe they already had another candidate in mind and they had to go through the process or maybe you just, you know, there was just somebody better on the day, you can still really appreciate yourself And you're not only appreciating yourself because you were successful. You're recognising you were successful because you tried. You recognise you were successful because you showed up and put the work in. That's a very different thing. So when you're like on your list, oh, I don't know, I did this, I got this qualification or I got this job. It's like brilliant. Now start filling in all the pieces that you had to do. Why you appreciate yourself going for that, choosing yourself, aiming for that qualification, you know, stopping work, starting work, starting a relationship, stopping a relationship, having children, whatever it was that you decided to do and go for. So appreciate all of those things. And there's so much to appreciate when you think in terms like that. This is not a checklist. This is not a CV of you. This is the living of you. You are a process not a product. So I want you to recognise and really tap into your process. So you, you might end up writing pages and pages and pages. And that's what I want you to do. Unless, of course, you're very concise and you're just like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, which is also great. Do whatever works for you. But I really want you to write down everything that you love and appreciate about yourself. And another thing, um, if you've read my book, Magical Knickers, you know that I talk about one of the processes that I love is called a grace process. It's a G-R-A-C, a five-step process. I'm like, how many letters does that have? Um, <laughs> a five-step process to reset your energy. And the R in grace stands for recognition. And I always talk about recognising these four, there's, I think there's four aspects. It's like recognising the big things that you have done, the things that have taken a lot of time and energy and resources to do. So they are like the changing jobs, the, you know, finally um, finishing that project you were working on or having conversations or um, asserting your boundaries. Then I talk about recognising the everyday things that you do, the things that you don't you don't even think about, but they still take your time and energy to do. So that might be like cooking, cleaning, washing, you know, looking after yourself, paying the bills, refueling your car, all of those things you've done many, many times before, but they still take your time and energy. So you might appreciate the fact that you just show up on a daily basis. But then I talk about recognising how you contribute to the world around you. So that might be remembering people's birthdays, holding space for people, sending out wishes to the world around us, donating to charity. That can be like how we contribute to ourselves and our community. But then the fourth part, people sometimes are just like, hey, and this is the part I want you to focus on today, is recognising how other people show up for you. Now, that might seem like we're appreciating someone else, which of course we are. 
but I want you to recognise the part that you have played in showing up. Sorry, recognise the part you have played in creating that relationship, maintaining your energy so that somebody else wants to help and support you. So perhaps you've maintained a friendship, you've been there through hard times and good times, and that when you need help and support or when it's your birthday or something to celebrate, that friend is there for you. But equally, it looks like maybe someone holds the door open for you, offers to carry your groceries, and they don't know you, but you've maintained your energy in such a way that even strangers are, are called to come and support you. And so whilst we appreciate those, th- those people doing those acts for us, I want you to actually appreciate and recognise the part that you play in creating those relationships, of creating those um, environments where people do want to step up and help and support you. Okay, so again, that's another way you can appreciate yourself. So there's loads of ways here that you can really connect to and support yourself. And then when you've done this list, I want you to say something along the lines of, okay, so when we are burning our candles, holding our stones, holding our crystals, when we are writing down all of the things that we love and appreciate about ourselves, adore about ourselves, go go full for it. When we do all of that, what we are doing is we are filling ourselves up. So just like I spoke about the bath, when we fill ourselves up, we push away all of the fears, the judgments, the doubts, the criticisms we hold of ourselves, and there is no place for us to hold on to the judgments, the expectations of society around us. So this also um, girds you against the commercialization of the holiday next week. And like I say, if you love it, absolutely go for it. But if it makes you feel anything other than amazing, if it makes you feel less than in any way, this is the spell for you because it fills yourself up and reminds you how magic you are when you focus on you as a person and when you're not comparing yourself to something the advertisers want to sell us. So what we say is something like, I call back, and so we're going to fill in the gaps at the end. So I call back, I call back, I call back. So I call back my energy. I call back my power and magic. I call back my truth. I call back my trust, my faith, my belief. And then when we've called back that energy, because we're filling ourselves up, now we're like magnetising our energy back to us. So wherever we've left our power, wherever we've left our magic, wherever you've left your truth, as in whoever's made you doubt yourself, we're calling it back. We are summoning that energy back. We are calling it back with great power. We then say, I am. And we fill in the blank. So add in any other things that you want to call back. I'm calling back. I've suggested energy, power, magic, truth, trust, faith, belief. But call back anything you feel has been taken. Okay. And then I am. Two really powerful words. So again, um, these are suggestions for you. But call back. Sorry, claim whatever you want. I am is when we claim the very powerful words. Be very mindful about what you put after those words because you will believe it. So I am, I've suggested I am safe, I am worthy, I am aligned, I am powerful, I am magic, I am loved and I am love. Add in anything else you want to and then just finish with however you like to finish things. I like to say, and so it is, okay, because we're sending to the universe, it is done, so it is, thank you. 
And I always like to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I always do three thank yous. <laughs> it's a magical number. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So again, just closing that however you want. And then just spend as much time as feels comfortable just sitting in your magic. You have weaved powerful magic. And just allow yourself to sit through this. Now, both of the, the bath and the spell, you can totally do by yourself. The bath, if you have a loved person you love to spend a bath with, you can do it together. But maybe the bath might be better by yourself because we're clearing away that doubt. But the, the spell, the ritual, that might be really nice to do with a loved one or with a group of friends as you really connect to that energy. And it's something that you could even um, write down what you love about that other person as well. It's really about you focusing on you. So focus on you first. And then at the end, you could just write down one thing that you love about the other person and you'll be telling them why you love them from that place of fullness. You are already filled up. You are already self-loving yourself, self-fulfilling yourself. You don't need anyone to tell you you love you because you're like, oh my God, I'm awesome. I rock. And then if you were sat in circle together or, you know, like having a group, I don't know, it's Valentine's Day before Valentine's Day, isn't it? So it's like with your friends, um, you could then write one thing that you love about that person. You could either like give it to them or you could just everyone write on the sheet, like write on the top what you love about them, fold it over, write it the next thing down. And so everyone has like, say if there's five people with you, there's like five reasons. So that person who you get a piece of paper with everyone else in the group having written down on that one piece of paper what they love about you. And so you already love yourself. You're giving love to your friends or loved ones from a place of fullness and love. And now you're going to get like the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, um, as they tell you why they love you. And you can read that and allow yourself to really receive that. And I think that would be a really beautiful way to kind of follow up, to like round off that ritual for you. And when you've all of that's been completed, just to sit there, to lay there and just allow yourself to integrate, allow yourself to receive that love from yourself and or the people around you. And notice how comfortable it is for you to receive. Are you like, okay, then must get on with the cleaning now? Or, you know, is there something that you're distracting yourself by thinking, oh, I must go and do this now? Or are you like allowing yourself just to really receive and revel in it? And it's not that one is wrong, but just notice how easy it is for you to allow yourself to receive or are you trying to avoid it, which is pretty common. And if that is the case, you just need to do this more often. You need to practice, practice being able to receive, being able to love, being able to do all of those things are things we need to practice. So we just do it more often. And each time it gets a little bit easier, becomes a little bit deeper and becomes a little bit more joyous. So that's how we can tap into the magic of a very witchy day, even if people don't notice how witchy it is. And I would love to know what you're going to try. And if you do try it, how did it work out for you? As always, come over into our community. Let us know. Do you love Valentine's Day? Are you like, yes, this is amazing? Or are you like, oh God, it's so fake. <laughs> it's like, like I say, I, I do do Valentine cards and I have done Valentine's Day in the past. Um, but I'm just not really overly fussed by it because I feel so loved in every day of my life. I definitely don't need one day 
to feel that and and my a little bit of insight about me my favorite meal to go out for of the day and maybe in fact I was about to say maybe it's because I'm older but it's not because I've always loved this is breakfast lunch is my second favorite and dinner is my least favorite so um yeah, maybe Valentine's bre- if Valentine breakfast were a thing, perhaps I'd go and find find somewhere for Valentine's breakfast. But yes, are you a lover or hater of this very, very witchy day? But anyway, I hope you feel inspired to add a little bit more magic to come back home to yourself because you are absolutely incredible. I know it. I believe in you and you've absolutely got this and know that you are not alone. So sending you lots of magical love and I will speak to you again very soon.